Okay, Shavuot Tov. We're going to be resuming the Leshem Shir on the Indian of Tchiyas HaMesim. Um, it's really a, a twofold, a twofold sugya as we saw. He really has two kashas, and the Tchiyas HaMesim kasha is coming to answer the uh, overall question of where's the success in the Gilei Kvayit Shemayim in the creation of this world. Uh, again, I'll just say again at the beginning of this shir as well that these shirim are Lili Nishmas, Rav Shlomo Yaakov Ben Yisrael Yehuda, Jack Deutsch. So this is Neshama Shnevan Aliyah, um, especially you know, that we're having and then being mischazik in this very important uh, one of the Yud Gimel Ikre Amuna. And the truth is that if we get to it today, we'll see that it's such an important Indian that Tchis Hamesim that the second bracha of Shemona Esrei revolves specifically, of course, around Baruch Atah Hashem Mechayim around, you know, revolves around the Indian of of Tchiyas HaMesim, so it's uh, certainly a very important sugya, um, and we'll see, hopefully, today that it actually has to do with uh, Shabbos Nachamul to a certain degree, so we'll, we'll get there, hopefully, Bez Hashem. So Oiz Gimel, we're holding, um, if you have the pages that I sent out, it's Dafyid Gimel, Ahmed Gimel, page 26, it says at the top of the uh, <coughs> um, of the print, Oiz Gimel, v'ha'inyinhu. So now he's going to explain us the Indian, until now he's really just asked the kashas, and finally we're going to start getting into the, the answer. V'ha'inyinhu, kine oimek ha'inyin detchies ha'meisim, hinehu einoi so he opens this already is a a bomb revelation for anyone that's not familiar with this Lashem and this concept is that Tchiyasem is not something unique to mankind but rather is relevant it has to do not just with the hope of what's in store for man but it's what has to do with the designation that's necessary and the and the the goal that's necessary for all the in its entirety from the day that the world was established till the end of days all of its powers, its koiches, and, and, and the koich of its koiches, ashel behitavut, vakiyum, the kol pirte aninsaim, shabriakula, that is involved in giving existence and sustaining that existence to all the different details and all the different, uh, you know, specifics and individual parts that are found in the creation at large. And even all the uh, I should read the next words. And even all the events and the the uh, you know what what happens to each and every prat in the bria. All their kaiches, every last one of them, in every single detail and every single moment. Mikol from all the days of of existence, 
They are all in the future going to come back in a renewed way, rise up, and to get rectification at the time of Tchiyas HaMesim. Meaning, it's really a phenomenal idea. You know, we're in the year Hei Tav Shin Pei. 5,780. So, every single moment of those 5,780 years, and every single detail, every single subatomic particle that moved, and that movement, all movement and all existence, is stemming from some kind of spiritual movement, some kind of spiritual force. All of those kaychas, every last one of them, is going to receive a Tchiyas HaMesim in the future, when that Tchiyas HaMesim takes place. They're all going to become alive in a, uh, in a rectified state. The, the same way we understand that people are going to come alive. Now just, you know, expand that to every single Kayach that there ever was um, in, in, in the history of, of the world. V'chal Inyan, and again, that he, he, he explicitly explains that that's when we say kaychas, it's every single thing, but it's also every single event. Things and events are pumped by different spiritual matter. Different, you know, there's a picture like a, there's, there's like a battery, a, a, a spiritual battery that's giving life. And, it did, and it's that life force that enables an event to take place or enables a thing to be in existence. So, all those kaiches that go into those events and things are going to receive a tchies ha-meisim. V'chol inyin tchies ha-meisim ha-shel ha-adam, katan, and all the inyin of tchies ha-meisim of a person, who we know is referred to in Chazal already as a small world, right? The, the person it like mirrors, he's like a microcosm of the entire world. Is similarly going to take place to the entire world. That Tchiyas Mason that we are used to thinking is something that's unique to man is actually going to take place to the entire world. And in extreme, you know, to the, uh, to the tiniest, uh, most minuscule detail. That ever... Uh, took place and ever existed in the world. And the Inyan is carry Iker Inyan de Triesa Mesim Noidahu. Now, I'll just pause for a moment just since it might be going through your heads, and I'm just going to say I'm aware, right? Then the question you're going to have is wait, so that, that means that Gayim also will receive Triesa Mesim, right? That, uh, that's an obvious, an obvious question, and and a chanami. This spiritual kaiches of the guy, what what's behind the guy's existence, you know, whether whether he's going to get up as you know, I don't know, uh, you know, uh, what are you going to have George Washington and uh, Chisam Mason? It's not not mistaber, but the the spiritual material. 
okay, that was behind his existence and behind every single event in his life, that certainly will become will come back to life. And we'll try to understand the distinction between those two tzadim that I just said uh, in the continuation of these of this year. So <coughs> let's just get back to right now to the lesson. The Indian who the Indian is carry iker Indian the trias amesim neidu medivre harizal. The Iker Inyan of Trisamesim is known from the words of the Arizal. Anyone that is intimately familiar with the Kisve Kabbalah of the Arizal knows that there really is every single moment a Trisamesim going on. That is, from the, the, the idea of the sparks and the broken kalim, of those initial malachim that we, you know, we spoke about before we started this lashem, so I gave a little bit of a background that we now have to come back to, is that originally Chazal tell us, and he built worlds and then destroyed them. And um, this world, I should say, Really, the Olam HaAtzilus, which is called the Olam HaTikun, like Kiviyochel, God's world, and these lower worlds, which are called Bria, Tzira, Asiya, are all part of the stage of Tikun, the stage of rectification, which is, means that they're all built off of that old material that Kiviyochel died and broke. Now, it wasn't all finished off in one shot. If the whole Tikun was finished off in one shot, then we would already be in the La'asad Lavai. Rather, Hashem left a part of the process for man to finish off. As a matter of fact, that's what the Zohar explains, and we've said this, I think, in the past. Elokim Hashem, God created the world. La'asos. What does La'asos mean? So we know from the Rabban and others farm that Asiyah is the Lashon of finishing off something. So the Ramban, for example, explains Bria is Yesh Me'ayin, creating um, something, substance from nothing. Um, Yitzira is formation, right? Which is forming something from something else. For example, if you make a table out of wood, so you've now been Yotzer, a table. Um, and Asiyah is the finishing touches. You might have formed a table, but it still will have splinters, and it still won't look nice until you actually, you know, uh, smooth it down and, 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 and do the finish. So the asiyah is what we would call the finish, the finishing touch, the bringing something to completion. So who created the world, says the Tsar, for us to finish off, for us to bring everything off to, you know, God's world, so to say, that, that he created, to bring it to the finish, to the completion. We have the same idea that morale speaks about, is behind the idea of brismila, right? That Hashem gave us a mitzvah where kiviyachal we finish the tsurisa adam, we complete the tsurisa adam by performing the brismila. Uh, Bikurim is a similar idea. The Maral says and, and, and chala that these things are like bringing. Uh, if you want to look at the Maral, we don't have time to go into it. It's um, in Sefer Netzach Yisrael. I think it's Perig Bays. If it's not Perig Bays, then it's Perig Gimel. It's somewhere in the first uh, few chapters of the Sefer. Now, so this being the case, as Bria Yitzira, what happened when Bria Yitzira and Asiya, which is the world we live in, 
uh, like the bottom world, the lower world, <clears throat> as these worlds um, as these worlds continue, really what's happening is there's a, cer a, a sort of unfolding process or process of continuation which is based on more and more of the spiritual residue from the previous worlds that are now coming into play and, and becoming active. Right? They weren't, Hashem just used a certain amount of that, so to say, spiritual residue, if we call it, the, the, the remains, the remains of that shvira, and Hashem uh, brought the world to life, but He didn't use up all the material, He left that in our hands to affect through our Torah and mitzvahs. Our Torah and mitzvahs raise up sparks from the physical world, they raise up the broken vessels, so to say, from the physical world, and attach them back to Hashem, thus elevating, ultimately elevating this world. Um, that's in a very oversimplified, you know, explanation, but we'll have to do for now. So, what happens is, is again, what is, for example, what's the passage of time? Darizel explains that every year is connected a certain sphere, let's say. Every month is connected a certain sphere within that year. And then every hour, or every day, I should say, and every, every week, every hour, every day, every hour, every minute, every second, it gets into tremendous detail of sphere within inside sphere within inside sphere, etc. Which means it's all different spiritual material that is now for the first time being used. The, the, the current moment in time is a certain spiritual moment that's is the battery behind this moment that never was used till now now is being used and by the way when we use that minute that moment properly we have now elevated and been misakin that moment or at least our part in that moment okay so that's very uh to, to use our time uh, well you know the i think the uh, it's a very big yesed, obviously, that the, the time never, that's the one thing that never, you can never get back. So, although with tshuva, there is an aspect of getting it back, but of course you can't say, I'm going to waste the time in order to do tshuva. I'll tell you, look, she'efne, eshne, right? Shema, le'itipone, le'itishne, then you're never going to get to it. And also, b'chal, you can't say, I'll, uh, I'm not going to be chayte in order to, I'm not sloshu, because then the tshuva is not going to help. So, we have to use our moments uh, well. Um, and that's a service to all of mankind and to Hashem, of course, Hashem, but it's a service to all of mankind that we, we're helping speed up or, or, or not at least not hold back the uh, process of Tikkun that we're waiting for, for Hashem to be Megala, His, his cover to all, all of the universe. So, in any case, that's basically what's happening is, is that at every single moment, there's a tchias hamesim. There's this kibiyachal dead spiritual material which is dead from the time of the shvira that now comes to life, which is a process of tchias hamesim. It's the same. It's the same process. It's just happening on a very, very unnoticeable and uh, and smaller level. But it ultimately is happening every moment. That's Alpi the Arizal.
and now he's going to use this as the uh, as the base and the springboard to to understand this whole concept. He says, "Ki heim, he says, rega." Those sparks and shivrei kalim that died and broke are constantly going, becoming um, cleared, selected, and cleared and fixed up every moment. Because they're going up in the metzias of all the worlds. And the building of all the worlds with all the parts of the which is right, the four categories of the inanimate, the organic, the uh, life and the uh, and mankind, which has the kind of speech that each one has, each world has a certain aspect of doimim has these types of this this kind of breakup. Obviously, in the world of the malachim, for example, or the world of bria, it doesn't mamish have the doimim semeach the way we have it. Right? It doesn't have people and plants the way we have it. But on a spiritual relative basis, relative to that world, it has the same these same components, which are doimim semeachai. And Madaber, um, it has in each each of them. So, and those components are all getting their tikkun every moment, right? New developments, the same way down here are taking place. Up there is is, is happening. And this is what we will see even here in Olam That continuously there are new actions that are taking place. In all the parts of the Doimim, Tzemeach, Chai, and Medaber, and are being fixed up on behalf of mankind. And there's no moment in the entire time that different types of actions are not happening anew. In all the vessels of right, Hashem's activity, so to say, and the, the, the work of the, the craftsmen. Here he's talking about that, that he's talking actually about, I think, persons. Right? When a person is doing something, is not referring to Hashem. But also what happens naturally, without man's involvement. That Akadoshi Baruch himself put into nature of Ruach Mayim Afar in all the four right fundamental elements which right are, are the uh, the fire, the, the wind or air and um, water and, and dirt or offer that they're going to manifest their Kayak Upulasam Lakhuts. The world is constantly in action without a moment's rest. Uh, now, I just want to make something clear. The Leshem, as far as I, I mean, I think, probably the Leshem, who knows, you never know, but he might not have been, let's put it that way, familiar with the, uh, the concepts in physics that we have today that are considered uh, Pasha to us. Right, he was speaking on a level, on a, a, probably on a, a, a different level, a more macro level of the, like if you just look at the world, right? So stones, we we know over the course of time become withered away from sun, water, whatever it is. There are changes that occur in the in in, in the natural world. Now those changes might only be observable over a an extro- extremely 
large number of years the way the scientists think right I'm not giving them uh, credit I'm just saying that this like they all understand that those changes will take millions of years or millions of years whatever it is but everybody realizes everybody knows that things are constantly under change even if it's on a very 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 small uh, scale to the point that they're not observable except after like the scientists would say million years um, or millions but but based on the modern day physics which is modern already a hundred years but that there's constant movement on the subatomic level where particles or subatomic, subatomic particles are moving at an, an insane speed you know so to say um, whatever shita you're gonna take in physics if it's uh, you know I, I don't know if it's uh, quantum physics or if it's um, you'll take string theory whatever theory it is there's it's always based on motion you know, you don't even have to go back to that. If you just go back even to Einstein's E equals MC squared, it, it means that there's motion at every moment. Everything is existing based on a tremendously fast motion that's going on inside of that mass. And that solidifies it. So the point is that we know very simply, this Yosite of the Lesha, is that all matter within the matter, certainly, right, it's on in a constant state of 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 motion, of act of activity, and that activity is all part of what he's talking about here of this tikkun that's going on, of this so to say, s- yeah, what's that? All matter is energy, right? That's what Einstein said. Yeah. Right. So maybe that you could say when we talk about activity and motion. Right, right. That that's that is Einstein's E equals M C squared. Is that the, the matter is just sped up energy, correct? So, so um, by the way, just time since we already mentioned it, but you know we have uh, we say it uh, on, on the Yom Neirayim. Everyone says it, but there are other times we say it also. The famous right, Toila Eretz Al Blima, that Hashem hung the land, the world on nothingness and of course that was like you know a very religious kind of a statement um, until we know this concept of E equals MC squared which is that matter is really made on something it's based on something which is nothing meaning energy it doesn't have blima it doesn't have any substance to it so Taylor it's al blima on a partial level without getting to the spiritual level of the shot in that of the of that statement Taylor Eretz al blima on a very partial level, we can understand that Baruch Mamish hung matter, hung the physical physical world, the arts, on blima, nothingness. That's what it's based on. It's a it's a thing. Fine. So, let me just see what time we are. Okay. So we're continuing on. Um, by the way, uh, Stan, I, I had a, a, an amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit humorous, but I, I, I thought it was actually quite a, an amazing event. Um, when I gave here once, the Leshem expands on this in a different place, on the uh, movements that's going on within everything, and he says even in the inanimate. And I was giving a, a, a shear on this Leshem a few years ago. I actually have this recorded. It's like unbelievable. And I was g- explaining, and I, and I, I kind of like really sealed it, saying, you know, that even though we don't see it, the inanimate 
is really moving and there's motion, there's activity going on at every single moment. And as I finish that statement, this is Mama Shahaya, a true story, I have it recorded. <laughs> as I finish this, there's suddenly a very, very eerie noise in the room and the mezuzah popped off the door. It, the eerie noise was like the glue of the mezuzah that had just uncommodon and the mezuzah, it, 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 it was left hanging, it didn't actually fall off. But I was like, you see? You know, right there. Hashem gave us a beautiful proof. So I don't know if anyone's mezuzah just popped off the door or something else happened by you guys. You, you understand it has to do with this year. Anyway, so we'll go weiter. So, says the Lashem, no, we did that. And this is what it's written. That Hashem created the world. Here he's giving a different shot to that Hashem Lakim Lasos. Hashem created the world Lasos. What does it mean to do? That they should always be in motion, in action. Right? Like Misa. Lasis is like Misa. That they're always doing Misa. They're always, there's always something going on. There's always activity there. That they should manifest their Kayach. And all of their Pu'ula, all their activity is for the sake of man. And through that, they become elevated. Because all the things in the world and all the, the creations of the world in this way uh, become bound tied together in man because he's the, the, the select one of the creation by virtue of the fact that everything that's taking place in all the different parts of the and even Medabra is all, on the, on the, uh, is all for the benefit of man it's all for the, the, to help man and all has to, it is geared to mankind so in that way through mankind all of those parts of the Bria also get their elevation and their vitality, their life. And this same thing takes place in every world. In other words, the higher world, the parallel us, also, as we said, have all these parts which are called and they're all for the sake of that medaber, that, that relative medaber that is going to elevate them to the next, uh, to the next level. All the kaiches that are always continuously becoming manifest in this world, they are all from the sparks and the broken kalim, the outer broken kalim, <coughs> the external ones that are shaykh to the portions, the parts of oilam asiyah. The reason he says the outer ones is because I think I mentioned this, I don't remember. <clears throat> but th- what happened was back in the times of the Shviras HaKelim, right, when the worlds broke, fell, whatever you want to call it. So <clears throat> the Arizal says the, there were three vessels, right? Everything we know in this world also is made up of a Rosh, Teich, Saif, a beginning, middle, and end, right? So, or you can look at it as an a, uh, inner, outer, and middle. And um, and therefore, conceptually, there's three kalim to any kind of existence. There's a there's an outer kli, uh, a middle kli, and an inner kli. So the Rizal says the inner kalim, the inner vessels, fell down to what eventually is going to become the world of creation, Elam Habria. The middle kalim fell down 
at the time of the breaking of everything and uh, fell down to what's going to become the Oilamayetzira. And the outer Kalim, the Kalim Chitzonim, fell to what's going to become the Oilamasiyah, which is the world we are familiar with. So that's what the, re- the, the Leshem here spoke about. It says that the, it's referring to the outer Kalim that are Shaykh to the parts of Oilam HaAsiyah. Now, what happens is, when man uses those Kalim that are down here, right, which is already physical, right, he uses them for his pleasure, or for his whatever it is, whatever kind of pleasure, right, for his benefit. And he uses them in order to do his Creator's will. So through that he elevates his own soul and his own spirit to Hashem, his nefesh and his ruach. So all the parts of man's nefesh become elevated, go up. They go up together with all the kaychas of the, the holy sparks and the broken kalim that um, right, they all go up together. In other words, he takes up with him everything that contributed to his ability to serve Hashem over here. And every single kayach goes back up to its root and its source. And up there, they get a certain hischachis, they get like a newness to them, of, with an additional amount of light and bracha. To illuminate with the ore of the Pnei Melechayim. Why do they get an additional light? Well, what happens if you go up higher and closer to Hashem, you receive more R. So when you, as a person, become elevated, and you elevate with your, yourself everything else that was involved in your elevation, so you, everything now is closer to Hashem, and it all gets, you know, more of a, more of a, an aliyah, more of an or Hashem. So that's the Tesefis or Bracha. Vohu mamish. And that is literally a Tchiyas That is literally a revival of the dead. Because these things were dead. These sparks and, and, and broken kalim were dead. They were separated from God. And you brought them back to life by using them in your Avedis Hashem. Because they've now come back to life after they died and they fell. And they were sunken into the depths of the, of the sea, so to say, without any chiyus at all. Now they've gone up and they've gotten a new additional light and blessing way more than they had originally. And in this way they're continuously going up and becoming Mizbar from the from the Nitzaitzin and the Shibri Kalim that fell and died in the Oilam Atayu. I'm going to skip these words because it's probably in something else which you don't have the background information for. And all this goes up and is mizbar continuously through Torah Mitzvah. He just brings a whole bunch of sources from the Arizal, that this is like a big Yisoy by the Arizal. I'm skipping like two lines. The Arizal said, It's very interesting. Let's go through the Brach of Atagibor, right? We start. I don't know if you ever paid attention to this, 
because until Varizal pointed it out to me, I didn't pay attention. How many times Mechaya Mesim is mentioned in that bracha? It's unbelievable. Ato Gibor Loilam Hashem, Mechaya Mesim 1, Ato Rab Lishia. Mechalkel, we'll skip to Mechalkel, Chayim Bechesed, Mechaya Mesim 2. That's the second. Mechayim Mesim, Barachim Rabim. Third time. Four. Five times. Mechaya Mesim is mentioned in this bracha. And the Rizal explains that it's because it's connected the five types of kings that the Arizal speaks about. We've been speaking about ten spheres. The Arizal is one of the big tradition of the Arizal is that he pairs these spheres into um, five what he calls partsufim, okay, five systems of spheres. And basically, the one thing that changes is is that the six spheres of Chesed, Urat, Feres, Netzach, and Hod all form one system called Ze'er Anpin. So that leaves us with the first sphere is called is Keser, that in parts of is called Arch Anpin. The second sphere is Chachma, which in parts of is called Abba. The third sphere is Bina, which in parts of is called Ima. And then the Chesed, Urat, Feres, Netzach, Hod, Yisod is all called Ze'er Anpin. And then the Malchus is called Nukva in Partsuf, so that's five Partsufim, and all of those broke, and now have to receive, become revived. You have to have a Tchias HaMesim. There's a, not all of them broken entirely. There was a break in each of them, and those broken parts need to have Tchias HaMesim, and, and therefore, in this Bracha, there was designated, and there was Nikba, it was set into the Lashon of the Bracha, five times the word Tchias HaMesim, in order to show and ultimately, in those five places of breakage, okay, those five parts of them that, uh, that had breaks in them, that they should become revived and back to life. Um, so he says, They're always getting rectified and going up. There's no moment where there's not something going on of tikkun and of new elevation. Therefore, it's also mentioned there in the Lashon of in the present tense, because it's something which is present. It's not just in the future. It's happening at every moment. And when all the Berurim uh, that are in the bottom of the Eilam Asiyah uh, are also going to become finished, completed. Then together, all those who have died and are, so to say, lying in the in the dirt, meaning buried, uh, they're all going to get up and become elevated, go up. The whole concept, the whole purpose and reason of death and burial of man is, is, is because of the zuam, of the spiritual filth that is in all of mankind since the sin of Adam Arishan, since the Chet of Adam Arishan. And because of that, the body absolutely needs to become withered away 
and uh, and to disintegrate, so to say, or mostly whatever, in, into to, into the offer, like it's uchmash kozeb zorakodesh v'kanoyde, because through that uh, process of decay, of physical decay, so the spiritual filth that is in the physical be lo- it, it becomes lost. It's it's destroyed. It's gone. V'hu al derech kol amalchin kadmon hashenof lomisa mishum asigim shvem mishum yipordim kol asigim kitzur. He just explains that that's that's what happened back then with the shivri kelim etc. V'achar kechemayim nevram. After all that spiritual filth decays away, then they're now going to become be have the ability to be elevated back up. That also, right, has, we have to go through that process where all that filth is going to become, that was mixed in through the Tumah and the Ra, is going to be, um, you know, uh, decayed away. And therefore, when all of that filth and all of that dirt is going to be uh, finished off, which is going to be after Bias HaMashiach, then all those who have died are going to get up back to life. They're going to get back uh, and they're going to be purified and cleaned and, uh, and ready for the next stage. Unfortunately, because we have uh, very little time, this is probably the, uh, the best to just stop over here, and Bez Hashem will, con- will go back a few lines and, and continue the next time, uh, next week, Bez Hashem, on with this. But basically, just to wrap it up, this w- was Nishadish already over here, is a very, very big Yisoyed, which is uh, the, the, the main Yisoyed, which is going to lead us into the answer, is that Tchiyas HaMesim is not unique to man. Tchiyas HaMesim is a concept which is actually not just a concept of the future, but is something that is happening even now. Where the spiritual material that had Kibayochel died, fell down to lower worlds and died, lost its purpose, lost its abilities, and you know, we we through Tarimitzus bring back to life, and Hashem lets that process go, and um, and this is going to make a very very big nafkamina in the way we uh, are going to relate to Tchisamesim and understanding the kashas that uh, that, re- that the Leshem presented. Bez Hashem, we'll uh, continue next week. Um, we'll leave you in suspense till then. It should be... Uh, 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 does, that, does that mean... Yeah. Just one question. Uh, right well, let me just say, if we, get cu- if we get cut off, everybody should like come back in, okay? Uh, if you want to hear this right. question and answer. Okay, yeah. Go for it. So, when we say, I mean, the Minoshima, the Kersamesim, for example, so that means the, the, the one event, Kersamesim, that we know about before this year, or it means the Kersamesim of every moment that we just mentioned? It's going to be both, because they're going to be tied together. 